get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. With Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Alex Ferrario's out today, expected to be back tomorrow. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Late right now to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for The Athletic. JR, we always appreciate the time, my man. How you doing today? Doing well, BK. Doing well. Are you holding the fort down today? Yeah, doing the best that we can. You know, it's all we can ask for. Uh, Jer, the news today from the Blues is that Jordan Cairo signed a two-year, $2.8 million per season deal. Is that about what you expected from him in this restricted free agency? Yeah, maybe uh, even a touch more, but I still think it's a good contract for both sides. Uh, this is a guy who just turned 23 in May, and so you're going to get him the next two years, uh, 24 and and 25 and he'll still be restricted at the end of this deal. And, you know, you always label these bridge contracts kind of prove it deals. And I think that's probably the definition of the situation he's in. He had the 35 points last year, kind of a breakout year for him. And now he's going to have to prove that he's that type of player. So a pretty good deal all in all. As of today, do you expect him to be in the top six for the blues next year? I I think, uh, I think he's got a really good shot at that. Look, they put him uh, on that third line. Ahead of Sammy Blay at the start of uh, camp last year, and he just relished it. Uh, I think he had, what, six goals in the first eight or ten games, really played well. And so I think uh, when you give him something, uh, he's able to respond, and I think the Blues will take that into consideration. You know, however, you look at that right side where Kairou's probably best suited, the right wing over the left wing, and you have uh, Buchnevich now, and you have. Uh, David Perron still in there. So whether it's top nine or t- top six to start the season, I think at some point we'll see Jordan Cairo get some time in that top six for sure. You mentioned Buchnevich, and he's he's a guy that I've been very interested in seeing how they end up utilizing him because in New York he played a lot on the right-hand side. He is a lefty, though, so you would think he could play left wing for the Blues. From what you've heard, Jr., where do you expect them to try Buchnevich first? Do you think they're going to try him on that left side with O'Reilly and Perron, or do you think he starts out camp on the right wing? Well, this is without talking to uh, Craig Brubery and the staff uh, as of yet. Uh, I expect him to be on the right side. You know, I've traded a ton of messages with uh, the New York Rangers writer for the Athletic, Rick Carpinella, and he said that he really never played the left. And uh, we talked to uh, Buchnevich on the Zoom last week and and he said maybe the odd shift here or there uh, if things weren't working for the Rangers they'd mix up the lines and he'd get on the left side but he said he is definitely most comfortable on the right side so I think they'll find a spot on the right side for him and 
you know, to me, if you're looking for a guy to play uh, with uh, O'Reilly and Perron, you could pencil Brandon Saad in there to start the season. So they're going to have some different possibilities with the additions they've made, BK. But right now I see Buchnevich on the right side for sure. Would that push Braden Shin over to the wing in your mind? It could. I think that's all going to depend on what they see in, in Robert Thomas early on. And he's another guy who's a restricted free agent like Kairou, still looking for a contract. He's unsigned right now. But obviously you got to believe that they'll have him signed and in camp to start the season. It's going to be super important for Thomas, who was banged up a little bit last year. And maybe that prevented him from taking that next step. But even when he was healthy, uh, just seemed to, to struggle. So do they put him in the middle uh, in that top six or is he – Centering that third line, I think that's going to be the difference. But to me, if if they were starting training camp uh, tomorrow, I would think that Braden Shen would be in the middle, and you'd probably see uh, Robert Thomas on that third line. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford here on 101 ESPN. You could read his work over at the Athletic. You should follow him on Twitter as well. He's at JP Rutherford. Uh, JR, when you look at Buchnevich and Brandon Saad, now that we've had a little bit of time for the dust to settle. What are some of the things that you've heard? You mentioned you've talked to some people around the league. Maybe it's not in the blue side of things, but around the league. What have you heard about those two guys, and how do you feel about the fits now compared to the day that they were brought into St. Louis? Yeah, and I'm working on a piece that should be up at The Athletic either later today or tomorrow, uh, making some phone calls on both of those players. I, you know, I think we're familiar with uh, Buchnevich and Saad, probably Saad a little more familiar because of his time with the Blackhawks from last year, Colorado. Uh, but just making some calls. David Quinn was his coach the past three seasons in New York uh, with Buchnevich, and he had some really good things to say. He said that they, they butted heads early on three years ago when Quinn took over with the Rangers, and he felt like Buchnevich kind of just didn't see the big picture, what type of player he could be, the work that he needed to put in to become a, a reliable guy who the coach could give minutes to. But he said over time he understood that, and he opened his eyes, and and he became a very coachable player. And, and so what I gather from talking to David Quinn uh, here recently is that this is a guy who knows what it takes to score. The Blues have been looking for a guy to go to the net. He said Buchnevich can do that. And he said that his overall game defensively has become a lot better the past couple of years. He's a lot more aware. And what did we talk about last year, BK? The Blues lacked emotion. This is a player that plays with a ton of emotion. So I think fans are going to like that. And in talking to uh, Eddie Olchek about Brandon Saad, he's a guy who's covered him a lot as a color analyst for the Blackhawks and also nationally. Here's a guy who's going to help the Blues team speed. I think that's been an area of concern the past couple of years. And Saad is a guy that pushes the puck. The other thing about him, Olchek told me, is he can play whatever role you need him. You want him to play up there with O'Reilly and Perron, he can handle that. You knock him down the lineup, he can play wherever you need him. It's interesting, Jr. Um, it, it sounds like that's two culture guys because when, when I when I looked at the team last year, I felt at times like they had too many square pegs and round holes. Like you, you look at Mike Hoffman and he helped them on the power play in particular, but he never really seems to fit with what they were trying to do offensively at five on five. You looked at at times what Vladimir Tarasenko was, and it just didn't fit for whatever reason this time around. Do you feel like they are now starting to find pieces that fit into the system that Craig Berube wants to uh, play with? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good point. And, and look, at the beginning of the offseason, you're talking about names like Landis Gug and, and Matthew Kachuk, and those guys would have been tremendous here. And perhaps maybe one day we'll see Matthew Kachuk here. But I think with 
what Doug Armstrong was trying to do with this team, knowing who would be back, who wouldn't. Obviously, Tarasenko likely on his way out. Uh, you had two holes. I think you had two holes in your top six on the wing, and I think Doug Armstrong went out and found two very capable players who, like you just said a second ago, can fit that need, play the way the Blues want to play. That's hardworking every night. That's 200 feet every night. You know, I just touched on Buchnevich and, and Saad. Both are re- reliable players uh, defensively, and they, they work hard. So I think uh, where Doug Armstrong uh, really succeeded here is pouncing on a trade where New York had to give up a guy because of the cap. You bring in Buchnevich, and then going out and finding Saad in for agency, there was a lot of competition. I think you got to like the AAV at $4.5 million, and these guys are going to come in, and I think they're going to be Craig Bruby-type players. So as we look forward here, as we're talking to Jeremy Rutherford on 101 ESPN, the Blues have re-signed Ivan Barbashev. They brought back Jordan Cairo. Both of those were restricted free agent deals. Now you've got Zach Sanford and Robert Thomas as the two RFAs that are still out there. We saw yesterday Sanford officially filed for arbitration. Robert Thomas is the next one up. Do you expect the Blues to be able to get those done without really any sort of questions? I would think so. You know, you never know. The Sanford thing could go to arbitration, and he's been in the league for a little bit, and I get the feeling, the sentiment here in St. Louis about him, but with his – credentials, uh, being in the league, winning a cup, so on and so forth. Maybe he makes a few extra bucks than the Blues were anticipating if it does go to arbitration. But BK, right now the Blues have about $4.2 million. I know that's different than what Cap Friendly says uh, because you take off that eighth defenseman, uh, take that off the payroll. So you have about $4.2 million. And you got to believe Robert Thomas, is he in that one point five to $1.8 range? Is, is Zach Sanford in that $1.8 range? You know, I, I think those guys are probably going to come together and cost you about $3 million, you know, with your $4.2 million left. And then it all comes down to the Tarasenko trade. If and when that happens, how much of that salary do you retain? How much gives you some more cap flexibility? So, you know, the interview I did with Tom Stillman a couple months ago, he said that the Blues would be near the cap. And I think with who they have left, and they still have that big trade to make, uh, there's going to be some room, a couple million Uh, when the dust settles left there for the Blues in terms of cap space. And that's what I wanted to ask you next. Do you think that the Blues have to trade Vladimir Tarasenko before they're able to make another big move? Or maybe not big move, but another move of a million plus dollars? I I don't think they absolutely have to. I think they would like to, but, you know, I don't know that I'm all, all that convinced that they're going to make another move like they're doing with Robert Thomas, like they're doing with Jordan Cairo. I know Doug Armstrong has mentioned Clem Costin as a guy they'd like to give opportunity to. Look, they're going to give a chance to Nico Mikula. They're going to give a chance to, to Jake Wallman. So I think he'd like to see a veteran presence added to that defense. But, you know, who's out there? Is it, uh, you know, the free agent market doesn't have much left and, and uh, potentially it's a trade that Doug Armstrong would have to make. But I don't see a situation where Doug Armstrong is, is telling himself right now, I've got to train Vladimir Tarasenko this week because we need that cap space to bring in that defenseman. So right now I think he likes the roster it, it is uh, the way it is. And right now they're just concentrated on uh, signing these restricted free agents and then seeing where that takes them. Do you have any update of any kind on Vladdy? Like, I know there was a report a few days ago that it seemed like Lou Lamarillo and the Islanders still feel like a possible landing spot. The Devils, I know, have been brought up as a possible landing spot as well. Is there anything new from from your reporting on that front? 
Nothing new, and it's not for lack of effort. You know, this is something where you definitely check in uh, each day with uh, as many sources as you can. And I, I keep saying this, you know, I stress it. Uh, something could happen tonight. Something could happen next week. You just don't know. Like Doug Armstrong has said a number of times, all it takes is one phone call. But I, I kind of just keep hearing the same things that, that you're hearing in terms of the teams, the Devils, the Islanders. I know there's still some concern about the shoulder. There's concern about, you know, Doug Armstrong, how much salary will he be uh, willing to retain? You know, everyone I've talked to has said that uh, he's not willing to retain that much. So will things change now that the Blues kind of have their roster set and they're moving forward? And as you get closer to uh, training camp, you have to ask yourself that question. Do you want Vladimir Tarasenko and that cloud kind of hanging over your, your roster? You probably don't. So I think that could change things. But as we sit here now making phone calls today and everything, I don't have any new news to report. Final question that I've got for our Blues insider for The Athletic and 101 ESPN. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, JR, there were some, I guess, rumors over the last few days that Zidane Chara maybe would be an option for the Blues to help on that left side of the defense, be a good pairing for Colton Pareko. Have you heard anything on that? And if so, how do you think that would look if he ended up signing a one-year deal with the Blues? Well, that'd be the one wild card. And I didn't bring that up a, a moment ago just because you just never know of a situation like that. Over the years, there have been a number of players who are kind of in the twilight. And, you know, could they have one last kick at the can with the Blues? You know, sometimes it works out. Sometimes uh, it doesn't. You know, perhaps uh, Doug Armstrong and Zdeno Chara's camp have said, hey, let's let's get to a situation where we know what our cap space is and, you know, we'll make an offer and see if you're interested at that time. You know, I believe there's there's been some communication and maybe one year Achara just as a, a stopgap to keep the Blues competitive. You know, while these younger guys, uh, Mikula and others, get some experience would be a good uh, plan for Doug Armstrong. But I, I think what we'll see here is uh, the, the weeks play out, the Tarasenko situation possibly come to an end. Uh, Doug have a real clear picture of what he's got cap-wise and see if Chara wants to come back and if he wants to come back in St. Louis. So I do think the possibility exists. I'm just not willing to put a ton of stock into it until uh, we can get to that point and see what the interest level is. JR, we appreciate the time, my man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We'll be paying attention uh, over on The Athletic for whenever that piece drops on uh, Brandon Sod and um, uh, Buchnevich as well. Appreciate you hopping on with us today. Thanks so much, man. Yep, and we'll see you in studio tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.